We are back in the warehouse for Blitzball Battle 4. Trevor Ploof is officially old. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball sports in the warehouse, but lately about Blitzball. I am your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Hey. <laughs> I wanted to see how long you'd go. We don't have a panic button. I could add like a minute of nothing in between. A minute those. of "Let Me Love You." Yes, yes. If we, if There's we, no way that you put that in another episode. By the way, you'll have to listen back, and you I, all, or our lovely listeners, will have to listen back through our back. through our entire catalog again. And let us know. <laughs> all right, I guess I'm gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. Inflate those numbers, baby. But we're here. Rematch for the first time since BB One. And I heard that sad. It was it. It was kind of crazy. I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. I guess it's just the way kinda the kooky. schedule shook out. But in a way, this is the rubber match. It was because there uh, were two time. in Blitzball Battle One. Uh huh. The ah. championship was the one that Baggage lost, obviously. Yep. And the semifinal Baggage won. Remember, because Vinny and Trev had that whole thing of like we wanted an extra game. Mm-hmm. That so. is kind of always how Trevor spins losses. Is like, well, <laughs> you know. It doesn't really matter now, so I wow. figured I'd save myself. Or, like, we want an extra game, you know. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Marshall is the... I think I like Marshall more than anybody I've ever liked in the warehouse before. More than anybody's ever liked in my entire life. I think I have a crush on Marshall. <laughs> I think I have a crush on Marshall. Uh, but Baggage versus Rotten, not the game we were expecting. No, I, I think when we I, when I previewed Baggage... Because Peter yeah. didn't do shit. I didn't do shit. Uh, I felt like Baggage was going to come out swinging uh, with the, the new stands and Jake is back and they're going to score some runs. And you can always expect Jake's some uh, some big bopping from from Trev. And we get a walk-off walk. Instead. Don't you dare. Zero-zero. All the way through the game until the very end. I mean, yeah. Crazy. It, it is. It, it's weird because it didn't really feel... It didn't really feel like Jimmy and Jake, like, didn't hit well because they did, but they mm-hmm. it, it was, you know, all singles what they did. Um, yeah, and then Trev was clearly off his game. Mm-hmm. I think Jake said it in the post game. It usually takes a day and a half to get back into the swing of things in the mm-hmm. warehouse. Yeah, uh, so, so Trev will be there. Yeah, He'll get yeah, back. Sure. But yeah, in this game, man. He did not look like no, himself. Even like some of the at bats, and we'll talk about it, obviously. But some of the at bats that he walked, still like a couple. I feel like he got walked, and he was like, "Whew, good thing," because I was whiffing on whatever was coming down the strike zone. You know, yeah, holding no. his bat, holding his bat. But who said that? <laughs> I'm not sure. Holding his bat, one man tug of war. <laughs> I was telling my boss about that term today. I was like, "We got a new term." <laughs> Do you, you know? You know? I was re-listening to the episode. I want to make crystal clear: that is not an existing term. That is something that I came up with. I told him. I was like, I, I think we were making another reference to uh, the self-stroke, and I was like, "I have a new one for you <laughs> <laughs> that I heard last night." <laughs> he didn't mean to do it. And it was one of the better ones I've heard. I might start using it more often. <laughs> I definitely did not mean to do it. <laughs> it's, good. it's good. Well, you won't bear to talk a war. It's going to catch on. It's a season of sound bites. <laughs> it's a season of sound bites. <laughs> the season of sound bites. Brendy, before we get too off topic, do you want to set some things on fire? Watch it burn. Set my rope on fire <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. no it's your turn to come up with one huh? <laughs> yeah i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> the blitzball boys have to die <laughs> okay time for a burn okay Ooh, hot it's rotten versus baggage as these two former powerhouses match up for the first time in forever frozen Trevor and his brother are looking to do damage early, but somebody call a fire marshal because Jake's bringing the high heat. He strikes out Trevor twice in one inning, throwing him mostly fastballs. Baggage comes to the plate trying to repeat their college days as they flirt with scoring on some singles, but they come up empty in the end. 
Still scoreless into the second. Jimmy hands the ball to Jake after a few huge outs, and like a protective bird, he's able to keep the goose egg safe. Baggage then wins their least favorite way ever, but they still won. Baggage wins one up. What's their least favorite way ever? Walks. I mean, they, they hate it so much that Jake almost <laughs> prolonged the game for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you do the gold member thing on purpose? Yes. I, we were talking about like, gold member off pod beforehand, and I, it, it was planned before our conversation. I feel like the number one recurring joke you do in your burns is do a gold member like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. In every... In like I would say... In every three burns, you get a gold member in there. I think so. I, I, you know what? I, I think this is the season where I start to get more um, like reuses in. Because like Jake does a lot of burns where it's like, oh, he did the thing that he does yeah. again. Like I want to get some staples in my <clears throat> rotation. Staples. 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 Good job, though. <laughs> Brend- uh, Goldmember, famously Brendan's favorite movie. Yep. It's a good movie. I don't know if that's true. It's his favorite Austin Powers. What do you think, it's, what do you think it's got on Rotten Tomatoes? We were just talking about how Master of Disguise has 1% of Rotten Tomatoes. I want to say Goldmember. Master Gold of Disguise has a critics rating of 1%. also low, but I want to say 23%. Are we doing 23%. critics? Are we uh, critics critic score, score, yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, uh, but it's also in the age where maybe comedies weren't so widely hated. I'm going to say 48. Okay. Gold member. Where's the Rotten Tomato? 53%. Oh, wow. Okay. So we got good taste. Audience score 44. Are people out of their fucking minds? That's crazy. That's crazy. International Man of Mystery got a 77 audience score, 73 critics. Jesus Christ. They're all the same movie, just different jokes. They're all the same exact (laughs) movie. The Spy Who Shagged Me, 71 audience rating, 53 there's what out of your mind you're saying gold member fans rise up and uh, mention us in the comments <clears throat> mention us in the comments we're both gold member fans yeah we were quoting the whole movie before <laughs> we're, <laughs> the whole we're not gonna do it quoting. again now because we have we have a game to get to we, we have a game to, to get so to where do we begin uh, i guess we begin with uh we begin at the beginning inning, right we begin at the beginning wow wow season of sound bites Take a take a trip with us as we begin in the beginning. This is Peter's audiobook. <laughs> this is my audiobook. Hello. I'm Peter Del Rey. And come with me as we begin in the beginning. <laughs> I think you should recreate all of the Blitzball Boys catalog in audiobook. In audiobook? Yeah. Or what about in um director's cut fashion? So it, the the <laughs> podcast is still playing and then I'm just talking in <laughs> Talking over myself. <laughs> I like that's a good idea. All right, maybe maybe good. some this fans, be... maybe some fans of ours will uh, do commentary on our show. Our one fan of ours, me. <laughs> Everybody else is a pity listen. <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, we start off Jake big time striking out Trevor. What a way to start the game. Yeah, you know MVP versus MVP. And the first one you can kind of excuse like, all right. He's he's just seen the ball. Jake looks good. Jake's got the strikes on lock. Um, yeah, he's mostly just throwing him fastballs. Trevor's going to see this eventually, but good big K from from good Jake. Big. Did your fire marshal line was that a Marshall Plouffe line? Yes, yes. Nice. Got to mention him. Got to mention him. Love him. I love the guy. Yeah, me too. He's a superstar. Um, and speaking of him, second at bat rips a single up. The, uh, the right, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that Marshall was going to be an absolute fucking problem. Yeah, that hit in this me. Tournament. I was like, no one should know how to do that in the, the warehouses <laughs> early. That's like yeah. next level. And the blitz ball, too. Like that, That's when you can't get a good read on a pitch, and you're like, let me just poke it out there and get a quick single. That's that's definitely some uh, yeah. some good gamesmanship on his part. It didn't look like a – it looked like a planned ground this the other way, not just like a excuse me swing. It did, and then he pretty much outed himself. He was like, "I didn't do that on purpose." Yeah, and, and then <laughs> it might have been more instinctual than he realized, though. Jake gave a walk and then got two strikeouts. Jake Jake was pitching great. Mm. Jake, Jake was, was doing a great, great job in the way that he found was like, sometimes he tinkers a little bit too much in the tinker. game. Maybe, maybe when he when he doesn't have a good tinker, feel, tinker time. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. He he'll just like use. Do you know where that's from? No, 
there was a TV show called The League, and it was about people who were in a fantasy football that. league together. I know of it. I know. Brandon I like all the guys in it. Very funny. I am surprised I haven't watched it. Nick Kroll is in it. Yeah, Jason Manzoukas is in there. Jason Manzoukas' character is hysterical. But the Stinker Tinker time is every Sunday morning before football games started. While he was pooping, he was tinkering with his lineup, and that's his stinker tinker time. Stinker tinker time. Okay. Sometimes there I, you go. it could be that you're saying nonsense, but I guess there is sometimes well, something most under, times. Under the hood. But yeah, so most so time. Jake Jake when he's not having he's not having a good day in the mound will try every pitch he's got, and I He'll think it confuses him more. Yeah, but th- this time I feel like he just went with what was working. He had the fastball, and he would do the giant curve. And those were his main two pitches. The 49-mile-an-hour curve. Yes. <clears throat> Did a great job. I, it really... I, I love that it's it's it can only work if you do it, like, once an inning. Right. He was at the point where he was getting Trevor to miss high or miss low or tip it, or he wasn't allowing any, like, decent contact from Trevor. And for Marshall, Marshall straight up, like, he needs to face more like good blitz ball pitching because he was yeah. getting frozen too many times. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's got to see it more. Um, Trevor okay. also, it looks like a lot of his swings on the fastball were directly below the pitch, which makes so much sense because as a baseball player, you're not used to a fastball just rising out of nowhere. So it, yep. in my head, if those are playing with full pitch, with football pitches or baseball pitches, he's smashing those because the timing looked actually perfect. It was just the placement of the bat was like a ball's height below where the ball actually was. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. It, it, he just needs to get used to the natural solid blitz rise. Ball pitching yeah. yeah. Natural rise, natural dip, whatever, whoever's throwing it. Because everybody, like, their natural way of throwing it is going to make it move some. Like, the way I throw a fastball and you throw a fastball, they're going to move differently. Yeah. Like, Dan Rourke throws his fastball and it just darts to the right instead of going Dark. that far up. Yeah. Uh, and then you go into the bo- the bottom of the first. Trevor's on the mound. And again, Brendan, Trevor does not have it. Um, we see Trevor in the past is this power breakout pitcher. He doesn't really rely on ground outs. And, you know, he did. He got the two out, two of the outs this inning. Um, I believe they were the first two outs this inning. Yeah. Marshall fielded, mm-hmm. which was brilliant. I was like, wow, this is great. The first time Trevor I was like, that's gets, awesome. You know, I can't believe you got it twice. It was like first first uh, one, ground ball, Marshall gets him. Second one, Jimmy hits a single. Third one, ground ball again, Marshall gets him. I was like, wow, Marshall's not pitching today. Yeah. Forgotten Rotten's going to win right. for sure. Right? right. That puts you um, so far ahead strategically. Then Trevor gives up another single to Jimmy. Um then he gives up a single to Jake, and it's like, oh, whatever. He's still, going he's still on? like not getting hit hard, and Jimmy's getting frustrated too. He's like, we can't play baggage ball like this and just like hit dinky little singles. We need to start doing damage, right. and it, it's still good that they're able to see him well enough to like make contact with it. But if you have two outs and you loaded the bases, um, Trevor's going to get angry and learn figure out how to strike you out or, or get out of the inning. Um, in, yeah. in this warehouse, you do need to do damage I mean, quickly to put it. pressure on the other team. And um, I think even though it seemed like Baggage was knocking on the door early with runs, uh, Trevor still had pressure on them at the same right. time. I mean, we saw it, too. In that final at-bat where Trevor ends up striking out Jimmy and keeping it a 0-0 first inning, mm-hmm. effectively making this a one-inning game, um, Trevor put everything he had into that last at bat, and it was like, "This is the Trevor we know." Yeah, even like, Jim, he Jimmy got had frustrated the, I, a little. That was super interesting. Did you see the video of Jimmy? Uh, kind of he, first, he was lip reading, I think Trevor and Marshall. Yeah, and he also was able to find his. Yeah, that's later on. That second inning. Yeah, where he yeah. got, he was like, "Yeah, if he separates his thumb from the webbing, right, then." Uh, or he separates the ball from the webbing. That's a fastball or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, I can't believe he found. He got two tips on Trevor in this game. Yeah, he got two of them, which was crazy. Um, I wonder if he told Trevor after the game, or like Trevor figured that out by mm-hmm. the end, of, but before like his next game. Yeah, you wonder. And you also wonder because I, Trevor doesn't do much stinker tinker time. Outside of uh, 
the warehouse. He's only really working on Blitzball when he's here. So I wonder if this has just been going on forever, and it's over time Jimmy's noticed these sort of things, and he's like, okay, cool, he still does that? Easy enough. Wow. He kind of That's shows a whole up new and element plays. I didn't even think of. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, he, he started off the at-bat kind of frustrated, you know, not great, but then he calmed down and, like, just became the aggressive, like, really good pitcher Trevor got Jimmy come to strike out. Who, stuff. Jimmy had been hot in this inning. Yeah. If anybody was going to do damage, it was going to be Jimmy. But the one um, thing that maybe that, that uh, would help Trevor is because the pitches that Jimmy was seeing were slider and fastball. But yes. the ones that were, that were getting to Jimmy were more so the the sidearm fastball. Because over the top fastball, you can see that's going to be up here. It's like, okay, it's an arm angle. But the sidearm one, like, oh, this could go either away from me or into me. And I think the ones that came in, fastball, Siley's, was the one that Jimmy was having a problem with. Yeah. I mean, Trevor's good. He just needs to shake the rust off. Yeah. We sure. saw it with Jack in the last episode. We see it with Trevor again mm-hmm. in this episode. You know? Yeah. Um, but then inning two comes up, and Jimmy's in to start. And we talked about this with Jimmy, how we saw how good of a bowler he was in ball and play, Captain's League. And we were thinking, like, oh, he must have had so much confidence bowling because he did such a good job on the mound in mm-hmm. Blitzball Battle 4. Not the case. Yeah. He wasn't bad. He started bad. But he definitely was not good. Yeah. Eventually, he, got, he, he figured it out and got out of it, but definitely started off like, oh, no, is he going to start like shit and get in his head again and then make it worse for himself? Um, right. I'm glad he was he ended up. He ended up walking Marshall to start, mm-hmm. then giving up a big double to Trevor. Yeah. And it's like, like here ooh, we go. Single, and they're on the board now. Right. And you take away all that great performance that Jake had mm-hmm. pitching in the first. Um, then he tries to get Trevor with a, what Jake called a funk pitch, which was nothing. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. non-competitive, right? I believe Chris Rose calls it. I feel like Walks. it's not probably not true. Maybe it's just something I, I feel like when I'm pl- uh, when I'm watching. But it seems like whenever someone calls, like a, you know what, do that again, or like, oh, go out out and away with a funk pitch. Mm. It's like, yes. All right, when they have a, when they have a game plan, non-competitive pitch immediately. Right, <laughs> almost exactly. never works. Never, never ever works. Whenever I try to throw a curveball. And I'm like, ooh, a curveball would go really well here. And yeah. I try to sequence. I always fucking spike the thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know? you almost need you need one to get the the right feel of it, so the second one could be good. Yeah, I'm also not an athlete. You look like one. Thanks, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Jimmy is pitching to Marshall. Bases are loaded, and you're like, fuck, Jimmy. If Jimmy walks him, baggage is down one. He throws one that Marshall gets a pretty good handle on. I think that Rose and Moylan said that it was a slow line drive back to Jimmy. It didn't look that slow. It looked like he still had to react pretty quickly yeah. and was able to catch it to get his second out and get Jake back on the mound against Trevor, for, which is very me, important. What it looks like was that it would have confused me as a ball coming back to me because he the speed at which he swung, it came off slowly for how it looks like the swing was. Right. It makes it, I actually got jammed a little bit, so it came off like the skinny right. part of the bat. So it would have thrown my timing off as a person trying to catch the ball. I mean, anything coming right back at you is incredibly hard, yeah, no yeah. matter what the speed is. Exactly. You know, because I don't know about you, I'm expecting it to go anywhere. You're not expecting it to come directly back at you. Yeah. Well, so, I'm different when, when I pitch. As soon as I release the ball, I cover my face with a mitt, expecting it to go in back inside of it. But you cover your face with the inside of it. Yeah, yeah. So even if it does come back at me, I just get slammed with the ball. <laughs> I can't see. It. <laughs> if I can't see it, it can't hurt me. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's what Brendan does, and it works, kids. It works, kids. Um, and then you bring Jake back in, which ends up being huge because bases are loaded. Former professional baseball player. I don't know if you know that. Do you know that Trev used to play in MLB? I did explain that to my wife. Uh, you have a wife. Check it out. Whoa. <laughs> you you always keep it there on your finger? 
Yeah, for the for the audio only listeners, I just dragged my wife out from under her under the bed by her hair and showed no, her. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, I'm not going to allow that. I'm not going to allow that, Brendan. <laughs> he showed his ring, <laughs> but it was above his middle knuckle. It was not. It's pretty where loose. It was supposed I'll be, be honest. It's pretty loose. Yep, it's not as loose as mine was. It's true. Listen back to Jimmy going. O'Brien's. Uh, Here's your last episode Pete. with us. I said at the fucking jeweler, I said, I don't, I turned to Kristen. I go, is it supposed to be this loose? And she goes, yeah, it's fine. Liar. Liar. She lied to me. And now they're divorced. Now, no, we're not divorced. <laughs> Peter will not stand for lies today. <laughs> oh, I don't see a ring. Oh, what happened? <laughs> we're not divorced. I love my wife so much. <laughs> I love Peter's um, wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it good thing that Jimmy caught that comebacker because Jake, in a very nervy at-bat, you know, because Trevor's trying anything he can to make sure that Rotten doesn't go scoreless in regulation. Jake is doing his best. He's dotting pitches. Um, Trevor's staying alive, works at full, foul ball after it's full, mm-hmm. and then Jake finally fucking strikes Trevor out. Huge, absolutely huge. We talked about how much momentum is important in the last episode. Yeah. It was so important here for Jake to strike Trevor out. You know, routinely one of the better hitters in this entire tournament in every iteration of it. Especially after Trevor's been seeing him now time and time again. And you just like, you you expect by this point in the game, when the game means something and you've gotten a few looks, this is when Trevor turns back into the MLB player. Right. But But even after... Even after Trevor struck out, like it's almost like Trevor's not taking it serious until it's knockouts. So, well, it's I'm funny because the, the first inning when he struck out a couple times, he's he like talks some like laughing, some, some fun banter. Jake. He was like he seemed mad after that one. He's like, well, sure, the games don't matter to me right now, but uh, my ego is still hurting a little bit right now. Said just that's what you fucking thought. <laughs> yeah. But then we go into rotten pitching, and it's like, oh, Marshall doesn't have to pitch. Trev can extract his revenge here, send it to an at-bat off. Mm-hmm. And um, it almost felt like that because Trevor goes up against Jake, gets Jake to ground out. Then Jimmy comes up. Jimmy hits a single, and that's when the reveal was where Jimmy was like, got a fucking tip, by the way. If he's got uh, space between the web of his thumb and the ball... That's a fastball, which is also um, kind of fucking insane to be able to, to see, see that. that. Is nuts too, yeah. Is crazy. It's not so, that dramatic of a finger placement to be able to see it forty-five feet away. Right. Um. Then you see Trev being aggressive on the mound against Jake in the next at bat, which is what we expect from Trevor. Right. Um, because he he should pound the zone because his stuff is good enough where it can get past people if you're throwing strikes. But but then it comes into play again. Trev throws another full, it gets another full count. Jake pops one up that I feel like if you have Zoe or Drew Davis or Jack or somebody like used to warehouse ball in there, they're making that catch. Marshall straight up admits he thought the ball was going to be coming right back to Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended up falling right behind them. They get another single. It was was very, it was very close to being a double. I guess it doesn't matter in the end, but it was maybe a, a foot or two away from hit that back wall. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just one of those things where as the games go on, Marshall is going to learn more and more about the warehouse, and he's going to become more and more of a weapon because I think the groundwork is all there. Marshall yeah. is set up to be good. Um, yeah, the fact that we... Um, not to skip ahead too much, but the fact that we see him throw any strikes at all is a good sign. Right. Then Trevor walks Jimmy... You have bases loaded, one out. You know, and that whole first at-bat where Trevor smothers the ground ball to get the out kind of means nothing now. Uh, and right. it's almost like Baggage is going to win this game. There's uh, just, With the way that Trevor's going to be a hitter today, or a walk, I guess is the question at this point. Right. Trevor at, you know, 70% or whatever he was during this game isn't going to work against a Jimmy who is seeing the ball really well. Um and Jake, who's like decently patient, even though he's not getting the results that he really should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see this, like, as you talked about earlier, 
their least favorite way to win a game is on a walk. And you saw Trevor go 4-0 down. I mean, Jake go 4-0. Yeah, Trevor go 4-0 down on Jake. Mm -hmm. And Jake being like, I don't want to do this. Swings at a pitch that probably would have been ball five. Right. And pops up to Trevor to get two outs. It's like a a coach's worst nightmare. You get screamed out on the bench for this. Exactly. I guess it's not as big of a deal right now because playoff game, no chance Jake does that. No. You know, and he knows that. Absolutely. I, I think they're like, well... We have another chance to win this anyway. Let me just try and do it more entertaining. Yeah. And then Jimmy steps up, two outs, bases loaded. It's the final at-bat of regulation. Forgotten Rotten decides, hey, it's pool play. Who fucking cares? There's no eliminations before the playoffs. Uh, Let's get Marshall in there to like start throwing a little bit. Yeah. So that he gets used to the zone and how to throw a blitz ball and all this other stuff. Um, do you think if, if uh, Forgotten Rodden had a lead, like one nothing, would they have put Marshall in? No. So it's just because, like, well, we, we might lose anyway. Who cares yeah. at this point? Yeah. Let's get reps. I think so. And I think that at this point, they're not really in a position to be very good in an at-bat off. So he said, whatever, just let Marshall pitch now. Get used to it. Marshall comes in, first practice pitch, <laughs> whizzes right by Jimmy's face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, <laughs> yeah you're he watching the, the warm-ups, and they're going every which direction. He's like not even close to the <laughs> yeah. zone. Uh, he's so erratic. It, it was crazy because uh, Jimmy told us that Marshall was a pitcher, right? Yeah. Um, which we saw, we've seen before with Moylan and his like pitching mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that it will translate to blitz ball. Right. Um, but then the first pitch of the actual at bat comes. Jimmy doesn't swing. It's a strike. It, it then, has like it's like almost like a cutter. I would say for most of the at bat, most of the pitches that Marshall threw like did not miss the zone by much. They were yeah. all competitive pitches. Like I probably would have swung at a couple. Yeah, it's just funny how like all right, it's game on now. Uh, I'm locked in. So it was like, is he was he hustling him? Yeah, and then uh, he had a big miss, and it's like, oh no, he was just getting like very lucky. Either he was getting very lucky, or he made really quick adjustments once Jimmy stepped in. Right, uh, and then you know it was a full count. Marshall really like for your first time pitching in a competitive setting in the warehouse, um, a full count walk is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It just happened to be the walk off walk. And yeah, in that situation, too, like knowing the circumstance, <clears throat> like tough to even get that close to striking right. somebody out. Right. And then that's the game. Yeah. Kind of boring, um, but kind yeah. of a lot to talk about. Yeah. The, the biggest thing being Trevor being at 70% for seemingly the whole game. Like, mm-hmm. it almost feels like it should have been, oh, Trevor starts at 70, and then by the end of the game, he's like at 85. And it just never felt like he took that step forward. Yeah, I, I guess it's kind of where I I understand the thought process of them wanting to get Marshall in there just for a few few reps but it's not really one of bat like does that really help that that much and it kind of felt like trevor was giving him his brother the the game to lose instead of like it being on his shoulders in a way it felt like a little cowardly wow. in that respect uh and, and wow. i and i think like trevor should be trying the whole game because that to me as an opponent would be more intimidating I'm like all right trevor doesn't give a fuck what the stakes are he's gonna just try and roll through everything yeah you know? but so I, I also like i also like marshall coming in for live at bats because then like Marshall comes in to face people who have played Blitzball before. Like, if you're <clears throat> really in there and you're legitimately trying to get reps in, yeah, I would rather be in getting reps against the locked in Jimmy O'Brien. That you know you could lose the game because Jimmy's been hitting well and seeing the ball really well this game, uh, rather than like somebody who I'm trying to think of who would be good a good comparison here. Like somebody like Dan Rourke, who's like not known for Blitzball. He kind of just not like consistent with found him. himself in all four tournaments. Yeah. Um, but he's not like been on a single team every time or somebody like uh <clears throat> Joe's who like can hit but He's not like known for. He's like known for kind of getting antsy and swinging at pitches that he shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, you'd rather 
like take your practice up against Jimmy and be like, this is what I should expect the better hitters to be chasing. And this is what I should expect the better hitters to be leaving behind. And, you know, getting two strikes on Jimmy's pretty huge for your first time in there. I think that it was a legitimate, like, here, get a feel for it. Like, I think Trevor was like, we lost this game regardless. If we go to the swing off, we probably lost. Uh, If we lose on a walk, at least our run differential is just a minus one. Right. I guess that was my thought process. was like, well, why did they even bother letting Marshall take those ground balls earlier? But I guess at that time, like, well, we still have a chance to win this game. You don't know how it's going to shake out. I mean, it was the first two outs. It was Rotten's first two outs. So you want to give yourself the best chance to win. And then once it gets closer to the end, you're like, well, now the situation we're in, we might as well. And I guess at the end of the day, too, it saved Trevor some bullets in his arm. Not that it was going to be too many more pitches. Like, I was on the fence with it a little bit. Like, if you're going to try and save your arm, what's five pitches really? But then, if you go into extras, then Trevor's got to throw even more because he's going to be the one that's going in right. probably for. Or you got to also think: could it have been like? Could Trevor have also thought, like, if Jimmy pops this up, I'm more likely to understand how the ball is going to work against the ceiling in this warehouse than Marshall is, and that he could make a run and to catch a fly ball. You know, there's so many factors Maybe. to it. Yeah. I don't think it was like a, well, I don't want the loss to be on me type of thing. I know. It, it definitely wasn't that, but it, it, it felt yeah. like it a little bit at the time. You just um, wanted to get a little rude. A little rude. Just a little bit. Little I, just, I, I, think it, I think mentally, though, it, it, it would look better for them to go for the jugular, uh, even though it doesn't matter. I think, I think yeah. there's something to the intimidation factor, especially with Trevor being the personality that he is. I do wonder if we're going to see, like... I don't know. This is going to sound weird. I'm sure we're going to see them in the crowd, but it would be interesting to be like, oh, Marshall and Trevor aren't in the crowd in this next game because they're in one of the back rooms, like just throwing the ball Mm. to get used to it. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised. You never know. Uh, And or also like this is a what? Three day tournament? I think so, yeah. So like I wouldn't be surprised if like they go back to the hotel and they just like find a place and just start throwing a ball against the wall yeah. or throwing the ball to each other. Could be, you know, uh, I can't imagine rotten is going to stay looking like this all three games. No, like yeah. first game, maybe second game, but by the third game, I think they will have fully put it together and that's the first knockout game. So, yeah, yeah. I want to see Trevor. I, I, we will see Trevor like start to hit more. Uh, and I, I'm excited to see Marshall's like, breakout game at the bat i hope i hope that happens yeah. marshall's good i think marshall's gonna be really good he's shown a lot of potential yeah. here he's so fucking big yeah, he's, he's so man. big <laughs> i mean trevor's big marshall's huge yeah. marshall looks like a fucking bear <laughs> he does look like it, a bear. it's crazy i think jimmy said at one point that it looks like trevor showed up um and is playing with his bodyguard, and it's like, yeah, yeah you're right, Jimmy. <laughs> Marshall is a fucking huge guy. Yeah, his voice doesn't match his looks at all. Yeah, I think that happens with big guys a lot of times too. Yeah, I mean, he looks like an absolute killer, and then his voice is like, "I'm just a sweet guy." <laughs> Hi guys, it's me, Marshall. I just played a clip from. The, I own a shoe episode. store that's kind of like TJ Maxx. <laughs> Marshalls. Marshalls. <laughs> there you go. He's the Marshall. He's oh, he's the Marshalls. He's the Marshalls. Oh, player of the game. Player of the game. It was quiet, but you'll hear it. I am not envious of you, Brendan. I looked at the thing and I said, "Fuck, do I have player?" Because this was going to be a tough one. It's Jake. Wow. Easy. 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 Never been easy. Easy, easy, easy. Oh, take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, it's shade for me mostly because uh, there was no offense in this game. And None. Jake was great on the defensive side of the ball, as in thrower, also known as pitcher. Um, and, you know, it, it was a really impressive outing. It wasn't just like, uh, I guess I'll give it to Jake. He did deserve it. He struck out Trevor with three times. Uh, and he had four strikeouts. It felt like every time he struck out Trevor, it was like a big moment because I guess when you have a game that's tied zero zero the whole game, every strikeout is a big moment. 
Uh, and, and it was just felt big because of their little rivalry too. You got the talk on baseball rivalry. You got the tall versus short rivalry. Um, Oh, speaking of rivalry, handsome rivalry. I ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Jimmy recently in like morning meetings and all this stuff have been talking, has been talking about talking Yanks is going head to head against a rival podcast. That's doing mm-hmm. it's talking baseball, right? I believe it's talking Giants, honestly. Okay. Because or it could I, be the Blitzball Boys. I keep, every time he talks about it, he's like, I'm not mentioning their names because they're fucking idiots. And I was like, Jimmy <laughs> would never say this about anybody like but himself. I, I know they've been on a subscriber race, a subscriber race with them before. Or they've been on like a, a five-star review race with them okay. as well. Uh, so okay. I, I'm guessing it's Panic. Because I know that he, in the morning meeting, the one from yesterday, I think it was, he was like, oh, yeah, they got three hosts and a producer, and they're all fucking idiots. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this has to be talking Maybe. baseball. I mean, we'll get, um, BBD, let us know. Immediately. BBD, let us know. BBD, send us your phone number. What? Oh. Brendan, why'd you ask for that? <laughs> that was a really good impression of me. Don't do it again. <laughs> I did it again. You scumbag. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it, it was either going to be John Boy or Jake. It depended on if you wanted to go defensive or offensive, because Jimmy's really the only one who did a uh, decent offensive performance with yeah. three hits at four at-bats, two walks, and an RBI. Is it, it, RBI oh, is kind oh, of yes. bullshit. It's, like not the, it's not a bad performance, but it's also not like the best we've seen. There's, there's no slug there at all. And like, the fact that Jimmy complained about his own offensive performance felt yeah. funny to give him the player of the game. Yeah. I mean, Jake was truly dominant on the mound. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's something nobody, that nobody, nobody scored. We were talking, we've been talking about it pretty much since um, Blitz, right? Like, Jake has started to look better on the mound again, added some velo. Yeah. Uh, Jake, in this tournament, we were anticipating a good showing, and he mm-hmm. really showed that. You know, that was the right thing to anticipate. Yeah. Jake's been doing legs, baby. Jake's been doing legs and arms and back mm. and abs. Jake, send us your phone number. Jake, send us your phone number. Jake told us that every day, he when we met him in person, he said when he works out, works out every day is butt day. Yeah, and then he shook his little butt at us. Then he shook his little fucking butt at us. It was weird. He was like, every day's butt day, and then shook his butt at us and farted. And as he farted, he skipped away like a fairy. Would. And then we followed him. Not a fairy. And did like, it, it skipped like along a with legitimate him. fairy. We did it for like a half hour. We did it with it. We did it with him. Brendan got propelled pretty far, actually. <laughs> Brendan put some gas behind it. Oh! oh. Can, can you do the next segment? Because I think I'm, I'm, I'm running out of steam. What's the next segment? You have to say it. Oh. Play the game. <laughs> I really wanted you to do it the way that I did. <laughs> no, no, no. Do it, do we it. Have do, our it rules. I'll, do it, and I'll do the way that you do it. Play of the game. Play the game. <laughs> I don't laugh afterwards. You do. You do. You don't press a button. You you just laugh. <laughs> it's just a room full of people behind me at all times. Uh, my play of the game is Jake striking out Trevor at the end of the second. Inning. Is Jake striking out? Jake striking out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad. This is our worst episode. We need to go to bed. <laughs> this is this is our worst episode. Nobody listen to this. Don't. If you um, got this far, shut it off. If you got this far. Send us your phone number and <laughs> shut it off. <laughs> uh, base is loaded. Two outs. Jimmy just gets a comebacker from Marshall to really save the inning and save the game for baggage. And Jake comes in against Trevor, who's looking to do damage. Trevor's fouling everything off. He's staying alive. He's making Jake work. And... uh. Jake gets a fucking huge strikeout against Trevor to kill the game off. Yeah. I mean, 
and, and it was so funny this. how each one of his strikeouts felt like a huge one, and that he would give us the double guns. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be his biggest strikeout of the game, and he kept he had two more after that. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about these like mental percentages of like, oh, you know, we got ice. 85% chance of winning this game. Coming into this last inning with Jake striking out Trevor to end it, to me, I was like, baggage wins this game, 99% chance of winning this game. And even after Jimmy or Jake grounds out uh, in that first at-bat in the second, nothing was shook for me because he gained so much more of the momentum by getting a huge strikeout on Trevor to end the second. I was certain... Like, I didn't even need to watch the rest of the game. I did. I did. But I didn't need to. <laughs> I actually shut it off at that point. Brendan shut it off. Brendan shut it off, but for some reason, the audio kept going. Yeah. And, and the volume went up to 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Nicole, hell. <laughs> the worst episode yet. People love this one. People I've gotten, period, my phone is blowing up with all these random phone numbers of <laughs> videos of people shaking their little butts. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Jake That's is crazy. the gas king? The gas king. The gas king. Claim your role as gas king. Claim your role as gas king, Jake. <laughs> do you think if you do like a Carter Caps style pitch and as you land, you do a little toot? You're going to get extra MPH on your fastball? Peter. You remember Carter Caps first uh, off? Do you remember first Carter off, Caps? No, but to answer your question, he was the guy who used to do the hop. He was the guy who used to do the hop. Yeah. No, without a doubt. Yeah. How do you think He's Wario does Mario Baseball? <laughs> hey, have a rotten day. <laughs> <laughs> New sign off. Worst app yet. Worst app yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, preview of the game that's happening. Preview of tonight. the game that just happened tonight. That's even funnier uh, that we I, hate ourselves in this episode. And we're still late on episodes. Going it's kind of like <laughs> I'm at the point where I don't even want to do this anymore. This episode <laughs> is so bad, but it's okay. No, no. We got to have a stinker every once in a while. Stinker, tinker. Whoa, call back. Not a bad episode anymore. Uh, <laughs> Watch you fully like buy into that and convince yourself. You're like, holy shit, this is actually really good. <laughs> we just went from a zero <laughs> to a ten. <laughs> it's been uh, really hard to not laugh at, like loud on mic today. So at least there's that. You're welcome. There's that. So last night, Brendan had his Bino tournament. We weren't able to record last night. Have to record the night of the Del Caribe versus. Yes. Um, yes. Hook line game. Mm-hmm. We have not watched it. We don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but we're going to predict because this is the last time we're, so that we're well. doing this, we're going to be on time. That? Moving forward, maybe. Well, at least our next record will be before the other one comes out. The weekend helps. How's uh, this guy doing? That? My, 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 my preview. <laughs> my my prediction. Brendan's prediction. Oh, a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my prediction is that Drew Davis is going off and putting Del Creeper in the dirt. Joe doesn't have a swing down quite yet. Lou is still shooketh from ball and play, even though I think that happened after this tournament in recording. Oh, well. Lou's not himself. Oh, well. Joe's hasn't figured it out yet. Uh, and I still don't think Dan Kenobi is fully ready to play it yet but i think drew it's the drew davis show and dan always scary. starts off hot though and ensign oh. Um, oh i don't know i think like last tournament he didn't hit very well i don't care <laughs> dan always starts off hot so well, is drew hook line wins uh four to one that's so rude yeah. We've only talked off pot about this, but I think I might have to change my allegiance from Hookline to Del Caribe just cuz I made the joke right when the team names came out that it's Del Caribe. So I'm Peter Del Caribe. Yeah. Yeah. 
not a word, but <laughs> but it's close it to your last name. It looks a lot better when I say it uh, typed out than when I say it out loud. When I say it out loud, it sounds awful. I think it sounds good when it, you say it out loud because it sounds like a bullshit word. Del Caribre. <laughs> it sounds like you're mumbling. Hoo <laughs> <laughs> hoo hop yeah hop 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 yeah. Ooh, caribou. Caribou. <laughs> um, that's what I just thought of because of the way I said Del Caribre. Del Caribou Bre. Well, definitely, definitely time for your preview. Let's. I'm, I want to skip, skip to plugs. Skip, <laughs> no, we're not skipping plugs. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think. Hmm. This is a tough one because it could go either way. You have two great pitchers on hook line with Dan and Drew, but you have two guys on Del Caribre uh, who can really hit, but Joe's can't really pitch, and he has to get two outs, and he's also not the best fielder, so that rule doesn't really help him out too, too much. Mm -hmm. So I think also hook line will win. Eight to five. Okay. Eight to five, I think. I think Joe's is going to have it at the plate. I think Del Caribe. Wow, Nacho Libre. That's crazy. <laughs> I think Del Caribe. <laughs> you're not watching the YouTube. You need to watch how defeated Brendan just got because that was a masterpiece. There's a, there's a lot of good uh, visual gags here today. Today? Del Worst episode. Del Caribe, Del Caribe loses five to eight. That's all, the only thing I was trying to say. I was trying to say it so desperately right after you said it, and now it's why did lost. you just say? Why did you just say my prediction, but in the rude way? My I said hook line wins eight to five, and you said Del Caribe loses five to eight. <laughs> eight to five. <laughs> so rude, Brandon. What should people be drinking? Drink subtle tea. It's the drink made by me. Here's another little visual thing for you. Wow, uh, that's you... what it looks like. That's what the subtle tea. I had subtle tea for dinner. <laughs> did you? I did. I did. I had the oh honey black tea with dinner tonight. Oh, uh, with dinner. Okay, I thought you just like ate yeah, the yeah. bottle for protein. <laughs> wow. I gotta go. eat dinner with me really quick. I gotta go play one man tug of war. Later. All right, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family dinner. <laughs> Uh, you can get your 12 packs delivered to your front door uh, with by who? By USPS. Or sometimes. Sometimes me if you're very lucky. If you send me your phone number. <laughs> if you if you send Brendan your phone number <laughs> and you live close enough, yeah. Brendan will deliver. It's got to be you. within a 30 second walking radius. Do you? Oh, so you don't do deliveries anymore? Sometimes, but mostly through the, the mail. Do you uh, still get hit on by old ladies? Peter, I don't have to be working for that to happen. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing how many old ladies I interact with, uh, especially when I'm driving the North Fork of Long Island. A lot of older ladies that own businesses up there, and I'll leave it at that. I take off my wedding ring on Fridays, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> I get really good tips. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can use code HoppyBoys on the com. H-O-P-P-Y-B-O-I-S. Uh, and if you want to type that into your stupid podcast apps, you can find wow. that that... You're really leaning into worst up yet, huh? <laughs> that that is the title of a fantastic podcast that sometimes has Peter on it. Uh, I was going to have some more of him coming up pretty soon. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes yet. it doesn't. Maltman is coming up. Maltman is coming up. I'll plug that more... Uh, when I have more to say about it. Yep. And But keep an ear out. You can also listen to the Lonely Boys podcast, whatever you get your podcast. It's a podcast about Gossip Girl. I did that Bino tournament last night. I was telling Peter off air that the number one ranked player in Bino showed up to the tournament. Up. You showed up? Uh, just showed up and won our $100 and left. Like, hey, by the way, I'm here. But he was very kind. He brought a couple of his friends that were wearing Bino merch, and we're all newbies to it. And we're like, uh-oh, this is not good. It's uh, so funny. It was so funny. He's like, I didn't want to say anything at the beginning, but I'm, I'm ranked number one. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, thanks for coming out to our first tournament. Um, so that was pretty funny. But Bino was a 
great success a lot of fun it was awesome uh if you live on long island come out we're gonna be doing it at us brews officially every third wednesday of the month from now on so that is easier to lock into your schedules out there easier to lock into your schedules it's gonna be monthly monthly every third wednesday is it oh that's pretty cool yeah how long is that gonna go on for until i die did you guys like did you guys like sign up for like a set amount of wednesdays or is it just like like indefinite wow that's pretty cool yeah that is pretty cool he liked us he liked yeah so go get out there guys if you live on long island and if you're ever alive on a wednesday just go these three guys that showed up came from like 40 minutes away and they're crazy for coming over there but they all want money so that's too far too far but they did it what do you keep hitting that's making that noise i can't say all right i'm gonna (laughs) plug matthew del rey my brother i love him very much uh, he's a good boy. If you see him, give him a hug and a kiss. God knows he needs it. Um, play Pokemon Heart Gold or Pokemon Soul Silver. I'm still grinding to beat Red. So you have until my guess is Saturday. That's when I think I'm going to try and beat him. But until then, <laughs> Brendan, ask me the question. Peter, genuinely, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I can stay oh, on here for God. hours. Yes, I do. Oh, damn it. Oh, I did that, it again. That was a fake, back genuine back episode. That was fake. I know. Go watch us on the YouTube. Oh, good. Uh, the um, Two times in a row, I forgot to say it. Type in the Blitzball Boys. Blitzball watch Battle 4. Kegs. If you scroll down, last time I checked, we were the third or fourth video. If you were to type That's in Blitzball shit. Boys, Blitzball Battle 4. Um, we're there. You'll see it. Blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. That's us. Punks. Two absolute hunks. Mm-hmm. One guy who looks like he needs a haircut and Watch wears it. glasses, oh. and another guy who's in a basement. Um, can't leave. You described yourself twice, Peter. <laughs> no, I don't, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> bye. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>